Well, hello, oddballs. It's your host, Bobby. And your co-host, Lexi. And I'm Stephen Thomas. This this is Oddities on Elm Street. This week, we had the opportunity to interview indie author Stephen Thomas about the upcoming release of his new horror novel, Knock Knock. Take a listen. Well, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us today. I'm excited to get to talk to you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. No, thank you guys. I mean, literally, when I saw the name pop up, I was like, Holy crap, I gotta reach out. I love the name. Oh my god. Thank you so So, much. No problem. Yeah. I love it. So, why don't we start by having you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I hate talking about myself. (laughs) Um, My my name's Stephen Thomas. Um, I live in Michigan, uh, southeastern part of Michigan. We're in West Michigan. Oh, you guys are in West Michigan? Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, I did not know that. So I live in a very rural town of about uh, 1,200 people. I I live on a farm. Oh. I graduated from another very small town, um, just slightly bigger than the one I currently live in. That's about seven miles down the road uh, <laughs> in 2009. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's about it about me. I'm married. I have two kids. Oh, lovely. A dog, a cat. Two goats. Oh, wow. Two goats. Two goats. <gasps> oh my god. You want me to keep going? <laughs> you have a little a little farm. I love that. Yes. Oh yeah. yes. That's amazing. I am wondering, like, what inspired you to become an author? So it is it's a long story, but not a very exciting one. <laughs> Give us what you so, got. I have I have never been a big reader, writer, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but last, last summer, um, I was forced to slow down a little bit when I had surgery and was off work and I couldn't keep sitting here and watching TV all day. Mm-hmm. So I went on Amazon and found like six books that sounded really interesting to me. And I, I read a few of them, uh, while I was off, um, one in particular that I can credit to for being, a big inspiration for me was Falling by T.J. Newman. Okay. Um, very, very good book. If you guys are readers, check it out. It's awesome. She's actually got her follow-up to it called Drowning coming out May hmm. something, end of May. So that kind of inspired me. So while I was still off work, I started kind of jotting down little notes and, and different things like that. And uh, when it comes to the book that I'm releasing now, that kind of started coming to fruition like six months ago Hmm. so like all those notes i took while i was off have gone nowhere i have a background in film production Hmm. and screenwriting and directing and so i really i I really have always enjoyed writing scripts Mm -hmm. but when it comes to novel writing it never it was never a possibility for me like for me, like I'm always on the go, I'm always moving, I'm always doing something, so it's hard for me to like sit down. But right. I've I've come to find out in the last few years that it's really, really important to take time to slow down, right. relax mm-hmm. a little bit, and just kind of disconnect. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. you drive yourself mad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think COVID kind of forced us all to slow down a little bit for sure. So your book is called Knock Knock. Do you want to 
tell us a little bit about what it's going to be about? A little yes, teaser? Yes, we can do that. <laughs> so there's a backstory to this as well. So my wife and I actually are currently on hiatus, but we, we do a podcast as well. Oh, um, really? We actually started that in November of 19. Um, okay, I need to know, like... Actually, yeah, what do you guys what do you guys do on your podcast? What is it called? So the original podcast was Michigan's Legends and Haunts, where we just talked about oh. all of Michigan's uh, urban legends, oh haunted places, and things. It actually started with us going to the places oh. to try to experience. Oh. That's what we want to do. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. That it, is so. It neat. was a lot of fun, and <laughs> we only did that for like the first two or three episodes, um, and then it just was like. It was too much because we had taken on way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have kids. Yeah. Oh, uh, congratulations. uh, We started the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. (laughs) uh, That kind of fell by the wayside after a few months, but we were picking up a lot of steam. Um, Unfortunately, that was one of the moments where I had to slow down a little bit. January of 2020, um, started having really bad panic attacks and um, to the point where I couldn't drive. So I set it aside for a while Mm -hmm. and back in August, we decided to bring it back and we brought it back as hauntings, homicide, and hearsay. Oh, I like that. The end of Michigan's legends and haunts, we actually started covering uh, Michigan true crime as well. So we were like, well, let's incorporate true crime. Let's do urban legends. Let's do conspiracy theories. Let's do this, that, and the other and expand what we can talk about. So, Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about the topic, and then um, my wife is self-diagnosed with ADHD, so it really goes off the rails, and so we mix in some comedy in there, and we just we just have fun. Sounds like yeah. we relate really just a little bit. Yeah. So, so with knock knock, um, obviously us doing the podcast, that kind of sparked something in me. I'm like podcast that could be interesting it's something that hasn't been done yet so i'm thinking about it i'm like podcast podcast what can i do with this true crime true crime okay let's keep rolling so i created this like partially fictional environment because it actually takes place in milan ohio um, and partially in michigan as well Hmm. and the story follows two podcast hosts cooper cobb and delilah carney who run a true crime podcast and their podcast started very similar to us where they were just covering true crime just any true crime and what you find out and this doesn't really ruin anything about the book because you find it out in the prologue um delilah's family was actually murdered by the knock knock killer so that's what sparked cooper to say you know what we're gonna switch this up we're we're gonna cover the knock knock killer and solely the knock knock killer now by the point in the book that they're covering the knock knock killer um he has been on hiatus for about three years Mm. he has not killed again and so through their podcast and trying to work through the uh, evidence that the police do have because the police have actually given up on the case and marked it cold Mm. they are able to have enough to talk about on the podcast well through that the knock knock killer comes back and starts basically harassing them and telling them listen you shut the podcast down or i will kill you and then that's where that all comes from. I love that. Yeah. Do you have plans to possibly turn this into a series? Or is that even like a possibility? Or do you not know? Or do you not want to say? <laughs> it's a possibility, but I don't know okay. yet. All right. Let's well, we'll leave that. Yeah, we'll leave we'll it at that. It. Yep. that. That's totally so, cool. So um, very intriguing. 
yeah, no, this sounds like a super cool project that you got going on. Do you have anything else in the works? Currently, yes. I do have another project that I am brainstorming right now in between. Um, there's one, there's one other project that I am writing currently. Um, but there is also another project that I'm brainstorming where it's a, basically, it wouldn't be a full length novel. It actually would be a series of novellas that are in the same realm of horror and thriller and suspense. But the trick to it is you have to read all the novellas because everything comes to a head in the fifth one. Oh, so I'm mapping that out right now. That is really cool. That reminds me of, did you ever watch um, that series that they had on Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't remember what it was called, but it was, it was just like that where it was like, they were set in different time periods. The first, the second and the third. It's called like mirror. It's, it's not black mirror. It was, it's called like, um, I don't know. Fright something, Fright Street. I don't know. Fear Street. Oh, Fear Street. Fear Street. Yes, that that's what it reminds me of. I really like that idea. I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's it's really good. I just have not watched it's really, it's really good. So I know you said that the place where part of the book takes place is a real place in Ohio, correct? So are yes. any of the characters based on real people? Are the podcasters kind of like? Based on you and your wife, what you guys do together. Mm. Nailed it. Oh, um, look at me. I did, I did derive certain parts of our personalities to create the characters. So Cooper has a much more serious demeanor with a slight edge of sarcasm, which <laughs> is very, very similar to myself. Nice. Um, you don't get too much uh, comedic value out of him, which is very accurate. I hate to admit it, but she's upstairs, so she can't hear me. Um, and Delilah, um, I did, I did create her in my wife's image in her sarcasm, but at the same time, just a very, very sweet human being oh. would do anything for you, and actually she proves that in the book. Um, so I did uh, create the characters in, in kind of our image a little bit without making it obvious. I yeah. love um, that. Which obviously, you know, random readers aren't going to really know us from Adam. Right? right. But as far as that is concerned, though, um, the rest of the characters are just kind of characters that I created on my own that don't really derive from anybody. But yes, Cooper and Delilah are yeah. They just hold elements of, of us. I like that. <sighs> that that is it has, so sweet. It has like a little personal twist to yeah. it. That's lovely. Has true crime always kind of been an interest for you? Not not always, actually. Um, hmm. There's there's a lot of stuff about me that I, I'm interested in now that I have was never interested in before I met my wife. Okay. Um, so she kind of brought true crime into my life. And mm, she's my gal. Really that word behind you uh, spooky, <laughs> uh, uh, in the sense that we live on five acres and I have to be very careful what I say because I know damn well that she'd be able to hide my body and nobody else <laughs> so, so <laughs> she kind of got me into it and then I started watching the documentaries mm-hmm. and different things about you know 
one in particular that stands out that's newer would be the um the watts family Chris mm. watts. yeah um yeah let's see and then she really got me into this is probably like kind of an obvious one but like gacy dom are the mm. big ones but mm-hmm. the, like one of my favorite movies of all time is the bundy movie on netflix with zach efron okay yeah fantastically done mm-hmm. um so so true crime is more of a newer interest of mine maybe in the last five six years okay oh. that's interesting love your wife for doing that for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i kind of want to know the thought process behind creating the knock knock killer are you able to give a little bit of insight into what inspired you to do that <laughs> a lot a lot of headaches and brainstorming and thinking and i i just i tried to come up with a name i started with a name i had no basis for what this person was going to do how they were gonna do it Mm -hmm. anything and and the the basis behind it is extremely simple it's it's nothing nothing crazy but I even went to like the point where I went online and Googled on my work computer, um, serial killer name generator. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Do so, you still have a job? Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, it probably took me a month to finally, I, I knew there was going to be a serial killer. Mm-hmm. I knew that was part of the story. I just couldn't, I couldn't nail down, nail down a name that sounded good. Okay. And it came to me. I know a lot of people say this, but literally in a nightmare. Oh, um, hey, that's the best way. And where the nightmare ended with two knocks on the door. <gasps> Oi. Knock, knock. Oi. And I woke up out of a dead sleep, cold sweats, the whole nine yards. I don't even know. I don't even remember what the whole nightmare was about at this point. But I remember those knocks and mm. I literally grabbed my phone grabbed a note and just knock knock oh my god so i had no i had no title i had a basic storyline everything written out just nothing put to paper yet Mm -hmm. and i woke up the next morning and i remember taking a note and i pulled it back up and i was like knock knock killer okay here we go that is spooky yeah oh my gosh i'm so So, glad you said that that's like yeah, I'm glad I asked that question. Oh, that, was, that was great to know. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know? Anything you want us to know? <laughs> nothing, nothing really that I can think of off the top of my head without giving anything away. Right. Um, the book moves very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a lot of, well, I can't say that. There's there's a lot of internal monologuing, mostly from Cooper. It's going to keep you guessing from what I've been hearing. Okay, um, obviously, being, mm-hmm. being the person that wrote it, you know, you can right. start reading it and say, okay, I know where this ends. But, <laughs> you know, I sent it through to beta readers to read and give me their thoughts. They have posted reviews on Barnes & Noble already, which is Ooh. awesome. I love that Barnes & Noble lets them do that. Amazon yeah. does not until the book is released. Interesting. But it, it will keep you guessing. You're going to think that you've got, I mean... My wife finally read it. Finally read it about a week ago. I gave her no details. She the most that she knew was that I was writing a book and I called it Knock Knock. Really? Yeah. So when I got a uh, proof back to review, I handed it to her 
And I said, I need you to read this. And she read it in one night. Wow. Um, she is brutally honest. <laughs> so if it started to suck somewhere in here, she would tell me. Mm-hmm. She'd say, this sucks. Take it back to the drawing board. <laughs> but she like literally told me, she's like, I could not put that down. I was dead asleep. Oh and she was God. still reading it. So that was, that was good news for me to hear. Because yeah. like I said, she will tell me. She'll, she will say, like, this this is horrible. Um, <laughs> she sounds like a great that. woman. She does. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. From what I've been hearing, you're going to think that you've got it nailed down. And all of a sudden, it's flipping somewhere else. Okay. It's also going to um, it's going to give you whiplash. Because oh. in the structuring of the book, and I can show you this. This is not a big, big, big thing. But so you got your prologue. Mm-hmm. Everything is organized by the character okay so it's gonna gonna take you're gonna see it from multiple different perspectives that's Um, cool i love that okay and then you've got multiple parts oh Mm. Mm -hmm. so like in part one you start hearing things from cooper and delilah's side part two you start hearing from a different character however the timeline shifts and goes back to the beginning of the book, mm. but from another person's perspective. Okay. That's, that's awesome. I like that. And yeah. then it goes back through, and then everything kind of picks up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, there's not really much I can say without giving, giving yeah. much away. Well, we understand. It, just, it does move quick. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited yeah. to get the chance to read it. What is the cover? The cover art? Oh. I couldn't see it super well. Oh, so that looks this, sweet. I I chose this because originally, and it's not necessarily the case now. Mm-hmm. Um, but originally it was going to be a full, like, full description. The killer was going to be in a hooded robe and everything's like that. But one thing that I thought about is uh, some of the book is derivative from a certain slasher movie series Mm. and so i didn't want to do that because i didn't want to make it too too close right so and i actually give thanks to the director in my acknowledgements which would be wes craven Mm -hmm. um love wes craven (laughs) because wes craven sent me on my horror journey when i was six years old with scream and it's my absolute (laughs) favorite slasher series yeah just watched the one from last year today um, I seen it. <laughs> so I guess I can give a little bit of detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the character names are derived from Scream characters. Oh. Okay. So Cooper Cobb, you've got Cece Cooper from Scream 2 that gets thrown off the balcony, if you remember. Oh, okay. Um, played by Sarah Michelle Geller. You've got Delilah Carney, which is derived from Scream 4. When they talk about Marnie the Carney. Okay. Then I've got one that's clear. Her name's Tatum from Scream 1. Cooper's best friend Riley shows up. Dewey Riley. So there's little things in there that I've derived from Scream. So that's why I decided not, I mean, that's why I decided not to make him like a hooded yeah. killer. <laughs> that makes sense. A normal guy. Mm-hmm. Normal person. I but, like it. Yeah. Um, did you guess that little Easter egg? There's a little Easter egg in that. <laughs> Um, Listeners, what you got? also doesn't give anything away once you get to part two. Ooh. So. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Am I confusing you yet? 
Yeah, you are. You're intriguing me. <laughs> you're you're hooking us. Wow. Uh, so where can people find your book once it's released? So as of right now, it will be on Barnes & Noble, paperback, and Nook. Which, people really use Nook anymore. I don't see them very often. Anyways, in <laughs> uh, Amazon, also paperback and Kindle. Uh, a few other things that I'm working on, um, kind of similar to podcasts, you know, you, you upload your episodes to your host and then they shoot them out to everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they have similar distrib- uh, distributing um, platforms where they'll print your book and send it out to stores. Okay. Um, everything, yeah, everything from small, you know, independent bookstores to places like Walmart, Target. Nice. Uh, different things like that. That's so, neat. Um, still looking into that, but when it when it is released, it'll just be Barnes & Noble online and um, Amazon. Okay, awesome. So, Do you think it'll um, go on Audible? Trying to figure that out. Um, I've had a lot of people request it on Audible. Um, obviously, you know, everybody's got busy lives and a lot of people like to listen in the car. I didn't realize how popular that option was. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm going back and forth because it's very expensive to hire somebody to do it for you. Would you Um, read it yourself? So I'm debating whether I want to just narrate it myself, but with the amount of very small amount of extra time that I have, I don't know if I'd be able to. So Mm -hmm. as of right now, no, but... Who knows if it takes off and explodes at release, then maybe the money will be there to uh, right. yeah. hire somebody to do it. Be awesome. I sure hope so. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. If the possibility was there for it to become a movie, absolutely, oh, yeah. yes, oh. 100%. Oh, yeah. So if the opportunity presents itself, you would definitely be willing to, you know, get it up on Netflix or make it into a movie. Because that is when, and that's one thing I actually forgot to say, when I started brainstorming this originally, it was going to be a script because of my film bag. Right. right. That makes sense. I was going to write it into a script and pitch it. But because of how Hollywood is and the film industry as a whole, um, you know, you could easily pitch a story to somebody and they could be like, no, we're not interested. And then next thing you know, and then they go and do it a year later. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so I was like, you know what? No, this is becoming a book first. Okay. Nice. So, but nice. yeah, abs- absolutely. I would love, I would love to see it come to fruition on the big screen. That'd be well, or the streaming screen, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be awesome. We definitely uh, hope for the best yes. for you. Anything else you want to add before we close this up? Check it out on May 9th. I'm excited. Available for ordering. Awesome. Woohoo! I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for future projects and. I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to see where this takes me because I'm yeah. currently in the auto industry and, you know, how that is in Michigan. Everybody seems to work in the auto industry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now I'm excited to see where this takes me. Awesome. So, We're excited yeah. for so, you. Yeah, definitely. Wait, can you pre-order it on Amazon? Yes. Okay. You can pre-order it on Kindle. Mm. Um, I don't know why they won't let me set a pre-order for paperback. Interesting. Mm. Beats me. Beats me, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they won't, but yes, pre-orders are open. Okay, awesome. awesome. So May 9th, correct? Yep. May 9th, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. What day is that? Do you know? It oh. is a Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. okay. Tuesday, May 9th. We'll be looking Ooh-wee. for it. I'm very excited. 
Well, thank you guys. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much yes. for hanging out with us today. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Fellow Michigander. Yeah, that is, that's yeah, so that great. Exciting. I know, right? <laughs> I did not know you guys were in Michigan. Yeah. It all makes sense. Now I want to go back and listen to the podcast episodes you guys have done. Yes, yes. Want to hear about all the spooky stuff around here? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Why not? Homicide and hearsay. That's another thing we've got. We've got to get that back up and going because I'm. I I don't know. I'm a. I'm a glutton for for punishment. I always have to be busy with some things. Yeah. There are worse things. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, so nice to talk to you. We're so excited. Please yeah. go check out his book. Knock knock. 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 <laughs> that was supposed to be. There yeah. you go. All right. There we go. Well, thank you so much. It was <laughs> great right. to get to know you a little bit. And um, hopefully we'll be hearing from you sometime in the future. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, you have a good night. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye. Well, guys. May 9th. May 9th. It's approaching a Tuesday. Tuesday, May 9th. Make sure you go and check out Knock Knock by Stephen Thomas. A Michigander. A lovely local Michigander. Wow. Thank you all so much for being here. I hope you have a lovely week. Friday. Wow, nice to talk to you on a Friday. I was going to say, yeah, thanks for being here for the bonus episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes, I'm excited to read this book. Very excited, actually. It sounds really interesting and like... No, it does. And I really like the way that he's formatted it. Yes. I've never seen that in a book before. And I'm really... Yeah. Like, I want to know more. Uh Uh-huh. He's definitely piqued my interest, for sure. Mm, What you got? Peculiar... (laughs) oh god anyways well so i hope you all have a lovely week and remember to always keep keep it spooky. spooky